Hi, it's Lisa. Welcome back to The Healing Path, a podcast created to connect our broken hearts as we journey into honest conversations about grief and loss in our daily lives. Following the deaths of two of my children, I've struggled for many years to fill the holes in my heart. I felt like I tried everything, prayer, meditation, therapy, coaching, reading, journaling, you name it. Plus, I tried a few less productive approaches. And after two decades of continuing to grieve, it occurred to me that maybe I'd set the wrong goal. Instead of trying to feel better by filling those painful voids, I've learned that building a life around them is a much more worthy target. A major part of this approach is talking openly about my grief instead of keeping it to myself. With this newfound permission to let all the parts of me be here, I feel more human and less like a robot on autopilot. So I created the Healing Path podcast with the hope that sharing our stories in a mutually compassionate environment will help us to stop working so hard to hide our scars from ourselves and others and start wearing them proudly as the medals of love that they are. So thank you for joining this episode of The Healing Path. Today, I'm chatting about a post from last spring that I titled, A Brother's Grief. Recently, I was listening to a middle-aged man talk about what it was like to lose his older brother unexpectedly. After trying to describe the pain and shock, impossible goals, by the way, the gentleman moved towards sharing some of the things he misses about his brother since his brother's death in 2020. One such memory included a simple game of catch. The brothers apparently loved to play football together. The surviving and grieving brother shared, He never threw the ball to me, but always ahead of me, so I had to run for it. He said how frustrating it was to always have to run for the ball. Finally, he asked his brother why he never threw it directly to him, but always just out of reach. His deceased brother's reply had been, because I'm throwing it where you want to go, not where you are. <laughs> Great metaphor. Reminded me of something similar I'd heard early on in my career. Dress for the job you want, not the one you're in or something like that. The concepts are the same. There's an expectancy that happens when we're looking out for change. When we set our mind's eye on something and start acting, quote unquote, as if it is already our reality, our outer worlds seem to conform to match our first imagined reality. There's robust content on the, quote unquote, as if principle which captures this dynamic. Search for as-if principle, <laughs> if you're interested. Pretty powerful stuff. But for now, I'll just say that whether we are running toward a football out of reach, aiming for a promotion, or simply hoping to hear from an old friend, there is momentum in expectancy. What we focus on expands. This is not news just a valuable piece of wisdom that gets passed down through different cultures and generations in varying metaphors. The grieving gentleman and his late brother were not academics, 
nor were they climbing a corporate ladder. Yet, they still knew this truth. Without realizing it, George Floyd had shared the wisdom of the ages with his youngest brother in the sports language that they shared. We don't have to be perfect to impact those around us. We just need to share what we know. So thank you for joining this episode of The Healing Path. And I wrote this again last spring um, and kind of held the identity of the griever till the end of the post. Um, But yeah, we don't have to be corporate folks or um, academics or or wise old sages to know that if we expect something, that we have a better chance of having it come to pass. There's just something that happens with whether it's gravity or whether it's the stars aligning to fulfill what your brain believes to be true. There's a ton of research on this, and it's it's just fascinating. Um, but I loved connecting it to the tragedy of George Floyd's death and taking a really tender, intimate moment that the surviving brother shared and just bringing it back to the surface for all of us to remember, no matter who we are or what our struggles, we all want the best for our siblings. We all want the best for those that we love. And we don't have to be college educated or exquisite or fancy to to embrace this common um, goal and shared value. So thanks so much for listening. If you have any grief stories that you want to share, of course, please go to uh, lisamcfarland.com and share anything you may have in the comments. If you want to see this exact post uh, on the website, of course, you can search for it um, in the search field uh, just by typing in a brother's grief. That's the name of this one. So until next time, stay present, stay grateful, and stay healing. And please share your wisdom, whatever it might be. And as always, thank you so much for listening.